0: Come on everybody, it's the inside trip So crack a high life and take a sip On that T-I-T, get up and scream And you can spell it backwards, you
1: know what I mean Your boy Brando in the house tonight Gonna lay it down smooth and
0: keep it tight When Ben Watson gets on the mic You better get ready cause he brings the hype It's about that time, you already know That nasty trip, this nasty flow The inside trip, that is the show Don't wind up on your back, bro Ah, what's up wrestling fans? We... Are back, it's the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast Coming at you with episode number 112, I do believe My name is Brandon and join with me, as always My man, your man, everybody's fan man Back from a little vacation in Park City, Utah Where he was spent a week on the slopes with some snow bunnies Ben Watson Are you there, Ben? Okay I Don't yell I'm
1: fired up, baby <laughs> Okay Oh, I'm fired up, I'm drinking beer Hey, look at us.
0: We're drinking beers. Look
1: at us. Look, just look at us.
0: A couple of old, bald, middle aged dudes. Look
1: at us, man. I'm pumped up. I tell you one thing, man. There's nothing better than a good vacation to get you rested.
0: Did you just take a drink out of and my relaxed. beer?
1: Relaxed. I did not, my friend. <laughs> and I am rested. I am relaxed. Park City, Utah was amazing as always. They had a winter advisory right before we got out there. Tons of snow. Four days, we were there for five days, four days of some of the best skiing I've ever had with my family. I can't believe how good I feel right now. I'm sore as shit. My fat ass is out of shape, son. But I just, I don't know, man. I'm done with Dayton, Ohio. I love Dayton, Ohio. I'm like Mr. Dayton, Ohio. I'm freaking the mayor of this place because I love it so much. But I'm serious because I love Dayton. I'm like the only person that loves it. You're not. But (laughs) I swear to God, there was sunshine. Yeah. Even though it was cold, and there was mountains, there was ski bunnies.
0: How were them bunnies? Ooh,
1: my wife was beautiful. How was your mom? My mom. My mom mom looked good on slopes. My mom. My mom is the best skier in the entire family. It's crazy, and she's sixty-three years old and had two knee replacements. You should have her on to tell the
0: story about how your dad lost his hair
1: Oh my god, stop it (laughs) But I had a great time, man Thank you for asking, I had such a good time I'm so reinvigorated I got home Saturday night Literally And I didn't check my phone For the entire drive home And as soon as I got home, I threw on Because I was delayed, threw on the Ohio State-Penn State match And watched that entire thing all the way through Then threw on the Iowa-Minnesota match And then the next day threw on North Carolina versus Virginia Tech
0: North Carolina State
1: North Carolina State versus Virginia Tech Excuse yeah, yeah. me Yeah I've already been popping a couple of them tops Man I'm just having a great time right now I don't know why I'm happy for you man I'm so happy How for you How are you doing? You sound like you had a little bit of a good weekend too I'm tired I'm yeah. real tired What's going tired. on? What's going on Mr. Party Bus? Oh Your work Your work had a little party bus action?
0: Well I mean So I bartend one day a week at a local establishment
1: That's a good gig Another
0: fine pub I like. awesome up, I like coming up there when you bartend Oh it's awesome I know you do I know you do uh, no, so yesterday we shut down first time in the history of toxic brew pub, which opened June two thousand and thirteen of closing the doors for an entire day. We shut down they uh got us a party bus for the staff <laughs> a big old party bus with a with a with a stripper pole and a sound system and everything oh. And we loaded up that bus. Was
1: there, did, are, do any women work with you guys? Or yes. It all dudes rocking that bus?
0: Oh, we got a, We got a few girls. <laughs> um, so yeah, man, we loaded up some coolers. Basically, we we robbed the, the bar of all the liquor and booze. That's right. Loaded it up. Went down to Cincinnati. Had a great time. Had a great time. I never thought cramming fourteen wild ass people in an eight by eight room that's dark with a TV and two microphones. To do two hours worth of karaoke, karaoke at Tokyo Kitties, which is a great place, by the way. I never thought it would be that much fun. Oh, dude, we, it was wild time. It was wild.
1: Well, let me tell you one thing, because Ben Watson always does the guarantee. If you meet us in Dayton, Ohio, oh,
0: we'll show you a good time. Your
1: bar tab is on me at Toxic Brew because Toxic Brew brews some good ass beer. In fact, last Man, week we got liquor. Last week, yeah, you do. Last week, Brandon did a little uh, Girl <laughs> Scout cookie and beer pairing. Because um, that's the type of freaking father Brandon is He's, not, he's like look my daughter's I get in the my daughter scouts. in the
0: bar on Sundays yeah. <laughs>
1: Your daughter was in the bar She was slugging him down No, you, no I, I stopped by So I stopped by literally right before I left for my trip I was literally driving to leave for my trip And I was like I gotta stop by this thing I gotta check, check it out Had a beer, had some Girl Scout cookies I, heard, I bet your daughter sold a shit ton of Girl Scout cookies to some people doing that
0: Yeah so Okay Since I was ten, since I I was ten, man, you talk about how you love Dayton. Since I was ten, I've been in Dayton, Dayton, and I actually lived in Dayton for a long part of my life. I used fake addresses to go to Kettering Fairmont, okay, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. until my girlfriend's friend, who didn't like me, fucking ratted me out. (laughs) My mom had to give up guardianship to somebody, so I can keep going there. Um, Whoever that is, I'm gonna mess him up. I see him. But there's a spot in Dayton It's called the Oregon District It's basically the party scene in, in Dayton It's kind of like your uh, miniature You know, Bourbon Street or Beale Street You know, in Memphis it's and stuff like that unfortunately where that the shooting happened Yeah, and this past year You know, it's been a hell of a year We Between the tornadoes We had the, the mass shooting in the district that night Where, I don't know what, nine, nine people lost their life Multiple other people injured Um... You know, it, it's a great place. It's such a special part of me. But, yeah, I I, I get to bartend at this bar, you know, a couple of days a week when I want to. Make great cash. I get to drink people. at that bar when you're bartending? Yeah, yeah, you come in and have some beers. And it's just, it's just cool. So, yes, we did this, you know, the Girl Scout Pairing. Sold 121 boxes of cookies She was so proud And then yesterday You know We're we're, we're all very close You know All the, the people that work In the Oregon District Are all very close So yesterday She set up a cookie booth At Beck and Call you know, Yeah the, the, the shop down there Oh I know One she of the sold-
1: girls I went to high school with Yeah
0: Yeah so they uh they 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 posted in in the you know the bartender whatever thing of you know Facebook thing that w- what was going on. She sold eighty five boxes of cookies in three hours. There
1: she must have sold she she's, she's got to be pushing like three hundred boxes.
0: Oh, uh, she's almost four hundred boxes. What of I bought? I
1: bought I bought three boxes. Didn't bought I? Three boxes. They're sitting over there.
0: I'm pumped yeah. up about eating them. I'm gonna I'm eat might, them. I, I might crack them. them open here a second. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, man, we had a great time yesterday. I, I, I'm so tired today. Like you hear my voice? Yeah, That's from yesterday. You tired? You fired up. I, I'm fired up. I, You know what? I got a lot of energy right now. <laughs> I, I got a lot of energy, but you know what? Yeah. L- look, we're going to talk Ohio State-Penn State. Penn State. So here's the episode where all the Penn State listeners tune in to hear us basically uh, self-defecate. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to
1: tell them one thing. Yeah? I'm going to tell them that Ohio State's going to beat Penn State to the NCAA tournament now. That ain't going to happen. I'm going to tell them. It ain't going to happen. Hey, we listen to, my, listen to it later. But you know
0: what? In a year, we're... Ohio State's really down Ooh. We're really down Let's, I mean, de- Legitimately Now we got some studs You, know, you, got, you got a few studs yeah, sure. Some other guys that are, that, are, that are improving But we're down this year And for them to go into Penn State And into legitimately it. Have a chance to win that match Honestly could have, should have, but didn't Penn State earned the win, rightfully so Did they earn the win? They, yeah, did. they did, they really did
1: They were a coin flip match away from losing it And I would call Uh Pletcher versus Lee, a coin flip match, and don't See, it was a coin flip match. Bring it, bring it. Hey, no, it was a coin Penn flip State match. Any Penn State fan, bring it to me and tell me that this is settled. Bring it to me and tell me that Nick Lee will never lose to
0: Pletcher. Bring it to me. No, it, I, that's not true. And I don't believe that. And anybody that does say that, look, you probably been watch. You probably started watching wrestling, you know, when Kale got there. Okay, you say you ain't been a Penn State fan that long.
1: I just got a text from Frank Baxter. But anyways, keep going.
0: <laughs> um, but you're right. It was a coin toss match. But I mean, think about this, dude. Twenty to sixteen is the final score. Are you listening to me? Yeah, I am. I'm okay. pulling up.
1: i pulling up. Uh, we got a couple great reviews. Did you and really I promise to re-
0: promise to read them? You did. But before that, I didn't think it was going to be that close. I never thought that Ohio State had a chance to win that duel. No, In no. Penn State Bryce Jordan Center. And you're right. They were essentially a couple of bonus point matches or a coin toss match away from winning the match, dude. It's awesome. So I'm fired up because I say looking all right now. They're looking okay. Um, I'm fired up to, to keep it Dude Finally 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 We got We got something great To follow that, And that's the rivalry Between Luke Pletcher And Nick Lee Because this year's College season Has been kind of Ho-hum with everybody out The yeah. red shirts The Olympic red shirts it, It's been interesting You know it? You know We've talked I feel like we've talked About the same thing Almost every episode But it finally getting To see this match And look Props to Nick Lee for going out there and getting the job done Which, you know, we'll get into this in a second
1: We'll get into it in a second And Nick Lee did get the job done And he looked really good doing it And if I gotta pick a favorite to win the weight class I'm gonna pick Nick Lee right now I'm not flipping But I am going to. I did up. it once Yeah, Lee, I'm gonna Lee Corso it And say not so fast, my friend But first You wanna drop a little bit of that business on him, Or are we, are we done with the business?
0: You know, I think at this point, look If you listen to us, you know where we're at You know how to find the podcast If you... Are on social media? Please go out there, give us a follow on Twitter at the Inside Trip One. If you're on Facebook, um, you know if you're like 85 years old and sending you know pictures, of, you know <laughs> you in a bathing suit on the beach to your grandkids. Uh, go out there and uh, catch us on Facebook. The the Inside Trip Ben runs that does an awful job, by the way. A terrible um, job. He basically. I mean,
1: an absolute awful, awful. job. I like, mean, like there couldn't be a person that does a worse job.
0: You are terrible with social media. Oh yeah,
1: I'm awful at it, but I like Twitter.
0: Yeah, if you put that same enthusiasm into Facebook. Facebook sucks. Like, if we were on MySpace, our only friend would be Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tom. He's, he's still the same picture of him. Why does Chris Christensen have that picture as his avatar in our group, Fantasy that Wrestling is Group so Jet?
1: calls <laughs> <he> himself <laughs> Tom. Oh, we got to talk about some fantasy wrestling too first. But first, I'll. i I'll, I'll hey, Oh, we have reviews? I promised. Yep. I promised that I would read them. Um, From the last two weeks I said that I would read them on the podcast Um, We got up to 96 So we've got a 5 star rating on iTunes Which makes sense Because there's no reason why we shouldn't have a 5 star rating Dude I can think of thousands of reasons (laughs) So I want you to I want you to guess who left this review Oh god (laughs) The title's Rocky Jordan It says Rocky Jordan number one fan here Checking in
0: Dan it? Rancic yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't even look at the reviews You know that I
1: know I know 100% <laughs>
0: Dan Rancic <laughs> He would beg To this day He would petition the state To let the Jordans still adopt him At like 40 years old <laughs> He said Wanted to say Love the
1: Rocky praise Because we praised him a little bit in the last pod um, Expecting big things from him Just like his older brothers Rocky to the top Thanks Dan With a five star
0: I'll tell you what If any Jordan can finish Second in the country It's Rocky Just like his brothers
1: Another one Uh, This is from Wrestling Fam Fam Here to help Get you to a hundred reviews Love wrestling The real sport Follow Wrestling Fam On TikTok Almost 10k followers Keep growing wrestling so you know what? I, hey, I said I'd read anything, so he gave himself a little bit of a plug. Thanks there. Thanks for the
0: review there to plug yourself. We appreciate that. But Seriously. you know what?
1: That, that's what we said. I
0: don't even know what TikTok is, but if I did, I'd go yeah. follow Wrestling Fam. Re- follow Wrestling Fam. Is it P H A M or nope. F A M? Wrestling F A M Fam. I didn't know if it was some like on TikTok, China, Twitter, China, social media. Give us that five
1: star. Right on, thank you. And the last one. <laughs> Hold on, this is a good one. I hope it's good. <laughs> Great wrestling minds! Exclamation point. When they are drunk, period. <laughs> so I think he's just saying great wrestling lines when they're drunk.
0: Well, you know what? Who left that?
1: This is, no, hold on, ain't it ain't over yet. Prony21, P R O N E I, or N I E 21. Need to talk more about Bono in Wisconsin and a little less about Ohio State.
0: You're right. Yeah. This is not the episode, though, Jabroni. Thank you for the, yeah. the review.
1: <laughs> Jabroni. Why so mean to Askrin? Oh. Because remember, we got on Askren a little bit. Well, uh, okay, I stopped in the middle of the review. It's not about being mean to Askren. It's the fact of the matter that on on Flow Wrestling's podcast, he's on multiple occasions, said that Division One wrestlers suck or that Division One wrestlers are terrible. I don't think, and I think if you would be hard-pressed to find an episode in 112 of these that we've done where you've heard us seriously say that anybody sucks. Or that anybody's terrible, yeah
0: The only people we say sucks is us Because if he put, because you don't want
1: to know what, I wasn't the greatest college wrestler either But if somebody said that I sucked, I wouldn't like that very much People are putting their freaking feet on the, foot on the line And yeah, Ben Askren is an elite level talent But that doesn't give him the right to tell some kid who's not nearly as good as him at wrestling That they suck Okay, so that's that's the hate. That, not the hate, but that's the reason why it's tough on Askren. That,
0: yeah, that, and you know what? You said it way better than I could have. Really, for me, it's just the shtick gets old, dude. It just gets old. Yeah. The yeah. arrogance just gets old. You like, won two he, hot trophies, and you're amazing. I was so excited to see Ben Askren go to the UFC after, after how much he pumped himself up. I thought he was going to be great. He wasn't going great until he got
1: knocked the f- out a couple times. But, you know, whatever. So, and then he goes, what weight is Jaden going? I'm thinking it's, it's talk, probably talking about Ironman. Not, not nothing this year, but my guess is probably 149 next year. I would say, goes, it, I agree. When are you going to put out more content? Well, we're doing that right now. Go, Bucky. Go. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Who is your Hodge? Cause he made us read it.
0: No, I No, I like that. I, pre- I appreciate that. And he's right. Like, but he th- asked the question we, and we answered it. We should. In a lot of years, we've talked about a lot of different teams and a lot of different stuff. There's been so much to talk about. We just did a I'm podcast sorry. about the this NCC. year. Is not the same though. This year's college season has been kind of ho hum, in my opinion, because there's not a lot of intrigue. Other than the fact that is Iowa really going to win the title this year, right. or is will Penn State do it again? Other, what's where's the intrigue? You got a few matchups that that are great to follow. What's going to happen at 33, 41? You know, but there's just not been much,
1: right? And, and, I, and I, don't want to diss, I don't want to diss Mr. Prony because, No, uh, not at all I appreciate the fact that he listens to this podcast Absolutely. And, and Wisconsin has a really solid team this year um, who, uh, Who's my Hodge? I think it's probably Spencer Lee right now I think that he's got, he's got uh, um, 100% bonus um, That's a great question You know, I think, that, I think that Zahid is right up there with him But Zahid is also He's not 100% bonus people. He's pinned more people Which is definitely a criteria in the Hodge But look, I'd say if you pin every To me if you pin every single person except for your finals match at the NCAA tournament, and Spencer Lee tech falls every, or bonuses every person, including its finals opponent, I'm going to go with the person who's never done anything that's never done that before. And that's Spencer Lee, who's bonuses way through the entire season. So Spencer Lee is my Hodge choice right now, Mr. Prony. And um, Brandon, who's yours? Um,
0: I, I complete, completely have no issues with the Spencer Lee pick. He's been phenomenal. The thing is, he's wrestled 14 matches this year, and he's right. only a junior. Um, I th- if I'm going to pick who I think they're going to give it to, I think it's going to be Zaheed. He's 20-0. Yeah. and 0. He's got an 85% bonus rate, um, and he's a senior. He's going for his got third title. How many pins has he got? He's probably got eight or
1: nine pins, don't he?
0: I have no clue. No, you don't no.
1: got to count him. I'm just saying he's, I think he's got eight or nine pins, maybe more.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Probably about eight or nine pins. Um both weight classes, 125 uh, is down this year yeah, compared to a lot of years. Well, after yeah, with Seba- five, when Sebastian went up, uh, yeah, yeah. After the top, it. Four, it, it, top four or five, it's pretty down. Um, Do you think Spencer Lee could. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Brandon. I was going to ask I, you another I think 184 question. is a deeper weight. Um, we, we've talked all year long about who is going, going to rise to the top and be the second guy, you know, that, that number two guy at 184. So, yeah, I, I think it's going to be Zaheed. Do you think that Spencer Lee could bonus his way through with a guy like Mueller, Glorian Pitch
1: in the weight? Could he? 100%. Will he? I don't think so. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be nuts if he bonus to dude like uh, Mueller or Glory. Well, I guess he did Tech Glory last year.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, though, uh, you know, for one, he's already, he wrestled Mueller last year in the finals. It was 5-0. to nothing. Uh, Piccinini, he, he almost majored last year in NCAAs, but Piccinini's one of the few guys in college that has a win over him. Crazy match. You know I, mean?
1: so, I could watch that. I could
0: watch that match over and over. Oh, yeah, exactly. So I don't think he will. He definitely could, but I don't think he will. So, maybe it is Zahid then. Um, Zahid, I don't think he's going to bonus his way through the NCAAs either. Anybody, got, anybody like
1: Mark Hall who's been hitting the mixers or. Oh, Mark Hall lost. Mark Cameron. Hall lost. Yeah. What now about Cameron, a Colin Moore?
0: So, Colin Moore is an interesting pick because he's got a lot, you know, he's really improved his bonus rate this year. I think he's doubled it. Um, obviously, undefeated. Just not the pens. But not the pens and really not the weight class. And yeah. remember, historical accolades go into part of this. He's never made the finals. Zahid's a two-time champ and a third-place guy. Colin Moore made the finals time. last year. I'm sorry. Yeah. He, he did make the finals. Against he's never Barrett won Nibble. it, though. Never yeah. won it. So right now, everything just points in Zahid's favor.
1: What if Nick Lee runs the table? Just not. He's got, he, I think he's bonus to everybody but two people right now. He's got like an 88% bonus point rating.
0: So if Nick Lee and Zaheed both run the table, no, I think it's still Zaheed. I mean, again, so, you're wait, talking about a senior. Safe to
1: say Zahid or Spencer.
0: I think that's pretty safe.
1: Because Spe- Spencer, if Spencer bonuses out, the argument for him would be, hey, he bonuses everybody he wrestled. If Zahid wins out, the argument for him is, hey, he got a lot of pens He's a senior. He's a three time champ. Exactly. If, that's, that's a tough choice you know, I, I'd for say the it Hodge goes committee.
0: To I, because Spencer, think about your, okay, he's a junior. So think about the last couple of uh, two time Hodge winners. It was David Taylor and. Zane Rutherford won too Zane Rutherford So those are your last couple And I think before that It might be Asker Before that yeah. So look at the careers That those guys had How many matches How many pins how, how dominant they were Spencer's the same same way 100% the same way But he lacks the matches This year
1: Lacks the matches And, and the, the weight class pins.
0: Yeah, And the pins And he doesn't right. pin that many people he, I think he could But he racks up points so fast
1: I, I just think that he, Yeah he's so dominant if you look at points per minute scored, it's probably Spencer Lee, and, it's, and and it's probably double anybody else.
0: Now, if you ask me next year, who's it going to be? Oh, I say Spencer Lee's the favorite next year. Ooh, I think it's going to be Carson Karsler. Get the hell out of
1: here! <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Speaking of Ohio State, Penn State, you want to get into this shit?
0: Yeah, let's do it, man. I, again, I, I'm not down about this. I'm down. For one, I'm down about one match. Well, a couple of matches, but the 141 match, I'm bummed out, obviously. And the fact that I lost a bet to Earl Smith, editor of theopenmat.com. If you, Earl picked Lee. He picked Lee. We made a bet. I'm so over him. I got to sing a song of his choice. Where? I asked him, I gave the option of on the podcast or make a video and post it on our Twitter account. And yeah, I think that's it's the video. That's definitely the one. So um, he gave me a choice of songs. Um, the choice of songs were not. Uh, great by any means Do you gotta sing the whole thing Or do you just gotta sing like a I don't know I gotta, I gotta talk to him about that But he gave me a choice of songs originally He was like look Here's your top five songs I'll help you narrow it down You choose My Lumps By the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> <laughs> um, I Feel Like a Woman I don't know who sings that Goodbye Earl by the Dixie Chicks Damn I Feel Like a Woman It's Janiah Twain Okay there you go um, And I'm Not a Girl Not Yet a Woman I don't know what the hell that is
1: Earl is so f-
0: That doesn't even make sense Lord. So I, t- I told him, I said, you know what?
1: Go my, my, go my lovely lady loves.
0: Goodbye, Earl. I want to sing that. And then he came ah, back. Earl. And he said, if you haven't started recording your singing debut, I'd like you to change it to Wind Beneath My Wings with a special dedication to him. Well, Earl, if I'm dedicating anything to you, I'm singing No Vaseline by Ice Cube, and I'm going to dedicate that shit to you.
1: Oh, no Vaseline, Mr. Earl. But I'm not. All right. You're so. going to use Vaseline? <laughs> <laughs> Right, this is the point where I'm promise you right now this is the point where you stop letting your children listen to this podcast because it's only going to
0: get worse. By the way, there is a great video that my wife showed me of one of our listeners, kids, who's got to be like six, walking around his house singing our intro music.: No I swear to God, That's awesome. So Big Sam Burcham you, the man. Oh, that's you right. Da man. Yeah. And I want more videos of that. Keep on singing that song, man. Keep on singing it. And one day, when you realize what take a sip on the TIT means, mm. you'll be a grown man.
1: He already knows. He's been born. <laughs> he was sipping on that TIT to get fed, son. That's how you get fed.
0: Right? Okay. Anyway. Um, If anybody's still listening to this podcast Let's go ahead and talk Penn State Iowa Or Penn State Ohio State
1: <laughs> Penn State Iowa we, we, You want to do that again?
0: No I don't <laughs> Um, Hey Tell you what though Yeah For a guy That's had a Very subpar season Who we've said Beat up on Who we've said Has regressed this year How about Malik Going into Bryce Jordan Center Against a guy like Meredith Okay we get it He's not a world beater But a guy like Meredith who Started for Penn State To go out there And get that win Again, after the season that he's had, I thought Malik looked pretty impressive in that match. All considering for Malik this year, Um he looked actually offensive in that match. Yeah, look. the The, the bottom line is
1: this, and, and, and it's
0: oh, you about to dog on Askren, but you about to not give Malik credit for beating up a guy like No, Meredith. Well, Hold on, well, hold on. Okay,
1: Brandon Meredith is 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 a serviceable starter for Penn State. Okay. The guy, is he took, he took over the spot from uh, Devin Schnupp and from Brody Teske. Okay, both of those guys. Well, Schnupp was not, but Brody Teske was uh, a, a big-time recruit.
0: Every time you say Devin Schnupp, why, why do I think of Pete Schnaps? <laughs> Pete Schnapps. I just think of Schnaps.
1: Millie well, Kinesman of should have won that match, okay? Brandon Meredith, a week before, lost uh, uh, Brandon Cray from... Maryland who uh, Malik Hansman's already beat.
0: Don't get me into if, who who's lost to who because no, what Malik I'm trying Hines to say is it's
1: 15 and 13 this year. I think I think that the Malik Honsman of last year
0: majors Brandon Meredith. Of last year, but we're talking about this year. You missed what I said get leading up to that. After the season that he's had this year that we've beat up on him, I thought it was impressive for him to go into the Bryce Jordan Center on the road against Penn State and get the win. And not only get the win, but he looked pretty good doing it. All right. I mean this look, he lost to everybody. I mean he's lost to everybody this year.
1: Yeah, and so is Brandon Meredith. I'm I'm just not I'm not entirely impressed with that match. Okay, okay. Did you watch it? Yeah, oh yeah. Did I you think just, Malik did looked watch better it. than he has? Yes, Malik got out on bottom. There you go. I like that. There you I, go. I like that. I don't think Malik Heinzelman's gonna even be your starter. I, I think so. I think so. You think he's gonna start
0: over Koontz? I do. I think that's who why. had lost
1: a close one to Agostino.
0: I, I think Malik's going to be the starter, man. Honestly, I, I could be wrong, but I think that's why they sent him to the Greyhound Open before this. Get some wins, get his confidence up, and get that RPI up. Yeah. So I I think he is going to be. You don't send out. Look, if Koontz is he's ready, he's already he already can go that weight, and if he's going to be your starter, send him out against Penn State against a guy like Meredith. Yeah, well, I thought that they were
1: planning on sending him out the next day at the uh, JCU Open, but I didn't see I didn't see the results where he was there. Um, yeah. Okay. Willie really, Consman got a win over a lower tiered uh, opponent from the from the Big Ten. Uh, really great for the team. And what, what the, what's the most impressive about that? So, so you're right. So you're right. Instead of beating up on him, we should probably I, don't give say him some we. Look.
0: You. Yeah, I'm already giving him. a look.
1: He, he went into the Lions Den literally and got a win that
0: Ohio State needed to win the dual meet. Exactly, Ben. So he has not looked great this year. It's not a weight cut. So no. is it confidence? It, oh, it's, maybe he's it, it's absolutely confidence so, His confidence has been beat down pretty bad so I'm telling And you, he's been getting ridden He exactly. got out here I, he I was out. very
1: impressed with the fact that he got out And Brandon Meredith is not a small 125 Not a big one, but not a small one So he was able to compete with a larger size 125 pounder there Maybe that gives him a little bit of confidence Hey, exactly. he just beat a Penn State star. Exactly,
0: Dude, that's the point I was making for him Who struggled this year Maybe it's confidence, maybe it's not I don't know To go on the road into Penn State And get the win I thought it was impressive So props to Malik man I hope we see that The rest of the year I hope we see more of that
1: If, if he keeps doing that Then he's got a shot To qualify Definitely
0: He's gonna have to uh, Qualify through the Big 10's in my opinion He ain't getting An automatic He ain't getting A wild card No anything.
1: no He doesn't have the wins Right he, he doesn't have the wins This year to qualify From, a, from a, an at large bid For sure What do you think About 133
0: uh, Mimosa Citrus beers or whatever Is actually good Yeah aren't they really that good Tastes like a mimosa
1: Yeah I'm a big fan
0: Need a man, Mosa. Ooh, I had
1: a had a lot of those on vacation. I know you did. What do you think about one thirty three? Because I got some things to say about it.
0: I think okay. A couple ways we can go here. Um, One. So, for anybody that doesn't think this, it's time to wake up because Roman Bravo Young is every bit the title threat that any of the other top three, top four guys are. One hundred percent. You know, he, he really is. Yes,
1: I. I don't know if we, if we. Did you just come around in this this week? Because I did too. No, I. I, I, didn't, I did ben. just this week.
0: So, and I remember thinking earlier in the year, especially when we got prepped for fantasy wrestling and stuff, that yeah. Roman Bravo Young, when you watch him wrestle, he's got so much God-given natural talent. And then on top of that, he's got so much skill and technique as well. He's got all the fucking – he's got all the goods, and he's got a great pace. You're right, 100%. The biggest thing for me was I needed to see how he did against Seth Gross, Austin DeSanto, and really those two. Honestly, really those two. Who's the, who's the, the third guy? Oh, Sebastian Rivera. So, okay, Sebastian Rivera was the wild card because I didn't know he was going up then. Yeah. I wanted to see how he did against those guys because here's a guy that look. DeSanto handled him at the NCAA's last year, seven to two. Okay, if you look at his losses at NCAA's last year, they weren't. They were bad. It was he had three losses, eight to five to Lee Zach. Um, he got beat up. By Ernesti him 10 to nothing By who? Ernesti beat him 10 to nothing Last year And
1: Ernesti didn't even AA
0: He didn't So and he had some
1: th- trouble With some dudes on t- That were real good on top
0: Right And then DeSanto so, Also beat him 7 to 2 Last year So is that Is that a freshman Getting acclimated Under the big lights I don't know just, uh, Roman Bravo Youngs, He's wrestling on all kinds Of big stage So maybe it's not So I just needed to see some But talent for talent He's awesome He's gotten better He's he,
1: Right he, He's gotten better I think, it, I, think, I think it's short sighted if, if you think that It was just a really deep I'm not saying you but if if someone just thinks it was a really deep weight class, look the, the matches he lost to Lisek and Ernesti, he doesn't lose to this year. Maybe he still struggles with somebody that's that's really good on top. Like so, now that you've brought that up to me, I think Seth Gross is going to be a tough match for him. We've already seen it once, six to five. Yeah, we saw it once, but I think that he's going to still struggle because of the ability, the top ability. But Roman Bravo Young, pound for pound, has some of the quickest speed I've seen, and. None are shown against Mr. Jordan Decatur Who is also a very fast wrestler Who's got some of the greatest go-behinds And this was a competitive match Going into the third period It was 3-0 to zero, And
0: he broke Jordan Decatur He broke him So Okay, so yeah, I, I will tell you though Um I'm interested to see how he does against a guy like Seth Gross, not coming off a one-hour weigh-in, coming off you know later in the night in NCAA's when Seth Gross is fat and happy.
1: I, I don't think that's okay. I don't think that's a good matchup for RBY. I think that he I, hopes that somebody else knocks Gross off.
0: He probably doesn't think that, but Penn State fans might think that. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> Right. He don't I'm think just saying that. He, he ain't thinking that. I just remember last year watching RBY wrestle. You know what scared me the most last year, especially when he wrestled Pletcher, he beat him in the duel. He did. He put but, him on his back. And what he did so great in that duel, he was so fast. He took advantage of Pletcher's so- shots and beat him with those goat behinds. Those those, those reattacks. Those counterattacks.
1: Right, and he yeah and he yeah and he he countered one when Pletcher had him in the air. Remember when he yeah. dropped him and he, couldn't, he, couldn't he elevated it. him.
0: <laughs> so, number two, the other the other way we can go about this is RBY and Jordan Decatur got a little history. All right, they battled on the freestyle circuit. They've gone back and forth. Okay, a few times. What you saw That's great when you watched the match is the separation of their growth since they've entered college and college wrestling. RBY, aside from the match being 3 to nothing going into the third period, what RBY did so great in that match, in my opinion, was wrestle through positions to keep, keep going to get the points. Jordan Decatur did not. He stopped. He bailed out. Oh, in the
1: third period,
0: and and in the, the third period happened, but even before that, look, it look, could have been much a, worse than that if if he didn't have a great wizard I'm, in I'm, a lot of those positions. I'm going
1: to give Jordan Decatur a little bit of props here. Okay, it, you're right; they have some history in the expectation of. I think we have to temper our expectations of Jordan Decatur as a true freshman.
0: I don't have expectations. I already told you it was the worst decision ever Tom yeah. Ryan could have made.
1: RBY was a true freshman, I think, last year, um, but I think I, I can't I can't remember if he took a gray shirt or not. Um, Jordan Decatur, he he, he, he was he, a true freshman last year. Yeah, he, yeah, he's close. Jordan Decatur is close to to starting to be able to compete with these guys.
0: I don't, well, I, I don't see it. Compete with them. I don't see it, Ben.
1: Okay, he he had great defense against RBY. Look, RBY finishes those takedowns against elite level guys, the ones that Jordan Decatur was able to fend off. Jordan Decatur was able to fend them off. The problem was Jordan Decatur could not get any of his offense going. Jordan Decatur was the guy that was able to take Seth Gross down three times. Jordan Decatur was the guy that was able to take down Austin DeSanto.
0: Okay. Jordan Decatur. What happened after he took down Austin no, DeSanto? No, I'm saying he couldn't. DeSanto take, put up a football I'm score against he him. he
1: couldn't take down RBY. So. That, that I think that's important to notice that Jordan Decatur, a guy that could take you're down. You're right. No, not, that's a good The best guys in point. the country. You're, that's a good point. He can't take down RBY. He was able to keep it close until the third, and then the gas tank issues came came.
0: So. I want, look, Gas Tank obviously plays a part But I can't chalk this up to all Gas Tank To me, RBY, even in the first and second periods Even though he didn't get those takedowns initially He looked like the better wrestler oh, Absolutely, he you did know, You can only fend off a great guy so much Before that great guy is going get, to get to your legs And get you, exactly put you happened. down And that's what happened Look, okay, we've said we said last year And we've said it this year Jordan Decatur Can go with almost anyone in the country on his feet Especially at the right weight Okay, he took down DeSanto right off the whistle But after that, it was a whooping He got Seth Gross Maybe Seth Gross cutting a little weight Got him a few times, I don't know Yeah. Okay, so I just, I'm not, I don't know man I, I, I just I, can't get pumped
1: I'm, here, Here's what I'm impressed about with RBY Is the fact that you go into the third period um, Up three to zero And you major him How do you let that happen if you're the other guy? When you're fighting for every team point, it was ten to four, not
0: a major. It wasn't okay. Yeah. It wasn't a major. So I'm sorry. that was great for Decatur to fight off because it could have been a major at the end, yeah. but he fought it off. In fact, I think RBY cut him.
1: He caught him and then Decatur get, got yeah. right
0: in on the legs with ten and seconds left on. and yeah. hung on. So, okay. props to him for not I, getting apologize. bonused.
1: I apologize for saying that. Yeah. No, it's okay. You're right. It's okay. But to go from three to zero to a total domination, ten to four, I think that. I think we have to realize there's a couple of different things we have to realize. One, R.E.Y. can score in bunches if he needs to. Two, gas tank, not an issue for him. Nope. And, and three, he's able to fight off takedowns from some of the best takedown artists in the country at that weight. Because Jordan Decatur is one of the best takedown artists. He's He's been able to take down some of the best guys.
0: Well, y- y- Spot on right there, and I don't think there was any other match that really encompassed that more than his match against Austin DeSanto. DeSanto got to that right leg on that single leg multiple times in that match before he injury defaulted out, and he couldn't finish. Oh, against RBY? Against RBY. RBY. And DeSanto is... RBY beat him to the corner every time he needed to. Exactly. So, yeah, great point there. I think think you and I just... Maybe we look at this match a little differently where... even though it was three to nothing going into the third period, it wasn't a competitive three to nothing. There was nothing that Decatur did that made me think that Roman Bravo Young was at any point in danger of being scored on.
1: No, but and I you can't thought thought win a match. I that he if you don't score a point, I thought he fought. <laughs> You're right. I thought he would be able to get a takedown. He's been able to get a takedown on pretty much everybody.
0: Um, you, you said it though. RBY is tough to take down. You, he's, he's
1: fast. You bring up that you bring up a great point about the the Santo match. That every time DeSanto was able to get to his legs. Uh, RBY was able to cut the corner and beat him beat him to those positions. And if that's the case, if that's the case, then maybe he does win it. Him and Gross had a hell of a match. They did. That was a really close match. RBY was in super deep to win it. Gross is just he's gangly and he's hard to finish on. Um I'm I'm impressed with RBY this year. I, I'm far more impressed with RBY this year than I was expecting to be. I was expecting maybe he'd be a five through eight type guy again this year. I think I'd be surprised if he's anything lower than three.
0: So, here's the thing, man. This seeding's going to be so important. This because the top four guys at this weight are all in the Big Tens, and the top three guys all have legit one losses. With DeSanto having the injury default as well, or was that his only loss? Do you know? DeSanto
1: lost. A, uh, let's look it up.
0: Uh, no, DeSanto's thirteen and two.
1: I thought he lost to Gross once.
0: Yeah, so he beat Gross. He lost to Gross. So they've all got one loss and matches wrestled to the end. DeSanto has that one loss injury default, even though RBY was beating him up before that. But all four of those guys are going to be—the the winner of the Big Ten is the one seed.
1: No, I'm saying Gross will be the one seed of the Big Tens.
0: Yeah, it doesn't really matter between those four guys. No. no it doesn't really matter. I'm talking about for NCAAs, though, is what I'm th- talking about. The winner of Big The Ten. winner of Big Tens is going to be the top seed. So that's going to be super crucial. And— but even then,
1: it. you're still going to get the same thing. You're still going to get the the split, right? I mean, you're gonna. Uh, t- I think to make the finals, you're going to have to.
0: There's more landmines at NCAA. Yeah, somebody can get tripped. You know, Mickey Phillippe can beat up somebody. You know, <laughs> there's right. just more landmines. basically on what I'm getting, so, but it's still going to be great to get that top seed because if whoever I am, I want to be opposite of RBY. I really do. If I'm Seth Gross, Sebastian Rivera, or DeSanto, I really want to be opposite of RBY Really? I don't think RBY wins it, but I think he's dangerous So, so
1: say Gross is the number one seed Do you think he'd rather face DeSanto or Rivera than, than RBY?
0: I don't I, think he I wants to face he, DeSanto I, I think he'd rather face RBY Gross Styles. was
1: losing to Rivera before he lat-dropped him
0: Yeah, um, I think Styles um, I think he would rather face RBY And that's not a, not a knock on him at all not a knock on him at all. You're, you're, and it was a close match, and DeSanto's already beaten him, and he beat DeSanto, and it was um, uh, uh, what you just said about Rivera. Um, no, I think stylistically, I think he'd rather face RBY. Think about this in the That's finals. interesting, though. Give me 160 pounds Seth Gross in the finals.
1: Oh, we got. you have to make weight, though, for Olympics, for the trials, like two weeks after. Yeah. He ain't going to be 160 pounds, I'll tell you that much.
0: Okay, look, so I. You know, I am I, I embellished a little bit Alright, Nick Lee,
1: Luke Pletcher What 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 you got on this bad boy? Because I got something to say about it Okay
0: um, Props to Nick Lee, alright And probably the most hyped match of the year Minus, well I thought Kimmer and Mark Hall Should have been hyped up as well um, great match He got the job done And he got the job done after Pletcher hit was one of the most Beautiful takedowns I've seen all year. That first takedown he got against Nick Lee. It was amazing. Um, but Lee battled back. And he got the win. Um, I I disagree with the masses that think that Pletcher lost because of his gas tank. It, I don't believe it was a gas tank issue. He doesn't need to improve his gas tank. His gas tank has been elite phenomenal this year. And we've talked about that a lot. I think if anything, maybe he got too hyped up for this match. And had kind of an adrenaline dump. But Nick Lee won fair and square. Now, I will say this, and this is my unbiased opinion, and I would say this if the roles were reversed. The stall call for the one point at the end of but the first Bullshit. second period when Lee has an arm bar and prison riding him with it, an ankle hook. With an ankle hook, and Pletcher has his head off the mat the entire time. That's not a stall call. What When the bottom man is in that position, the only thing he can do is avoid being turned. What's he supposed to do? Just ele- flow up? Like, literally flow right. up? He ain't Cassiope.
1: The only thing... He can,
0: he's <laughs> just going to, like, elevate?
1: The only thing he can literally do is get his head off the mat. That's it. what he did. That's not stalling. It's not stalling. It, it was a terrible call. Awful. And, and, and the way the referee... I don't know who that stupid-ass mf was, but he was terrible. Okay, he was he was biased towards Penn State. My personal opinion, I don't know who he is, and somebody's going to tell us that he's probably from Iowa or Kansas or somewhere. But he was influenced by the um,
0: by the crowd. You know what I don't like is, refing should not change based on where you're refing at. It should be the same calls whether you're at Ohio State, at Penn State, NCAA's, Big Tens, uh, you know Lindenwood Community. I don't know, you know, right? L- the L- Moberly Community College, like yeah. The, Whatever. It's just, it should not influence you, man. And
1: Now, it didn't influence the match. No, it Nickley didn't. would have won.
0: 100%. But I think it was a crap call, all right? Absolutely a crap call. The other thing that I noticed is Pletcher wasn't his normal self, especially at the end of the match. I don't remember when it was. Maybe it was the end of the second and the third. What has Pletcher done so well this year that we've talked about so well? His reattacks. His and reattacks. His and there was a point in time in that match where Nick Lee took a shot, almost a bad shot. Pletcher fended it off and could have beaten one, out. by a go-behind, or two, by a re-attack or a counter-attack, and he backed out. Yep, he was yep. being apprehensive, tentative. He was being
1: extremely apprehensive. And I hope he learns from that. Yep. That, that is the reason why I think that, that Luke Pletcher can, can flip this match is because he didn't do anything based off those go-behinds. So Pletcher finished the first shot. It was a beautiful freaking um, um, outside uh, – or it was, like, it was a knee drop – um, outside pole, kind of high seat type thing, where he ended up in a single leg, finished it. He got there again later on, and Nick Lee fended it off. And I think when Nick Lee fended it off, Pletcher got a little tentative because he said, "Oh, I finished that on everybody else. wasn't able to finish it on him." Nick Lee shot multiple times on Luke Pletcher, and Luke Pletcher was able to fend it off. It was the single leg to Pletcher's left leg. Lee was, or, or uh, Pletcher was able to fend all of those off, but he never stuffed the head. Or chase the ankle the way he normally does He, I think Respected Nick Lee in that position A little too much Because I think that his best positions Are from his go-behinds And his chase the ankle type stuff Off of somebody else's shot And he didn't do that against Nick Lee I think if they get back in the room And work on Pletcher being more confident with his go-behinds Against Lee, I think he gets to more legs He only got the Lee's legs twice. He shot an open double too. It got stuffed, but he only got to Lee's legs twice. Once he finished, once he didn't. The difference was Lee got to Pletcher's legs twice and Lee finished both times. One of them being off of a scramble where Pletcher kind of dove in between the legs and Lee did an excellent job of kind of sitting down on it and not letting him uh, roll through for a funk roll, which Pletcher's very good at doing. Lee outwrestled him and On his feet towards the end of the match The biggest thing was Lee was able to ride him The funny thing about it was Pletcher chose down and got out in one second Yep Okay. So the key is Pletcher can get out no problem Yep When it's off the whistle It's when he gets based down When Lee does that stupid ass Penn State bullshit Stalling ass ride where they hook an ankle It is bullshit stalling I don't care who the fuck thinks it's not It is A stall ride. I agree. It is a stall ride when you hook that ankle and flatten a guy out. And for the ref to hit him for stall, hit Pletcher for stalling when Lee's laying on top of him with a bar, hooking the ankle, not turning him, is a terrible call. Parallel. Parallel with prison ride. It is an embarrassment to college wrestling. That ref, that call that he made was an embarrassment to college wrestling. And I don't care what anybody else thinks about it. That was a terrible call. If he wants to ride him, that's fine, but do not hit him for – do not hit Pletcher for stalling when another guy's laying on top of him parallel with an ankle hooked and an arm bar in.
0: I don't like that ride, and I do – I think it's – for one, while it's still legal, why don't more schools do it? I don't know. They should. It should be a count, the same as as when you drop to a leg. You're essentially figure fouring a leg with your two legs, and then he was riding parallel, and I'm – I'm of the believer, and again, regardless, I'd say the same thing if it was Luke Pletcher and Nick Lee got the hit for the stall call. I'm of the opinion, look, the top guy is the offensive wrestler. It is your responsibility to turn that guy. All right, turn him. Okay. The bottom guy, especially in that position, all he can do is avoid being turned. That's Where's all the you can do. At? It's it's gotta be something. But unless the bottoms guy his head is on the mat, if his head is up, there's nothing else he can do. That's not stalling. Hey, bottom guy's
1: head's on the mat. Nick Lee's out to the side trying to run an arm bar with the wrist. Okay. Even if Banger it's par-
0: Honestly, even if Nick Lee's parallel with him and the bottom guy's head is on the mat just laying there. The bottom yeah. man for stalling. You, He's just laying there. You
1: saw Pletcher. He was trying. He was like trying to motion to the ref, like, "Dude, what do you there's do? Nothing I can do.
0: Nothing you can do." And it,
1: two like- guys that weigh the same. One guy's on top with a leg hooked and an armbar in the bottom. Tell me that's stalling. It's a terrible. Let me hook
0: your leg right now and get on top of you with an armbar. You going to get out? No. No, you're not.
1: I'm probably going to take a nap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but but I, I didn't like that call. But what I did like about Nick Lee was his ability to finish on Pletcher, which is yeah, something that other exactly. people weren't able to do. And
0: Nick Lee it, had more confidence that match yep. than, than Pletcher did.
1: And his ability to fend off Pletcher's shot. Yep. When, when he, I, I noticed a different Luke Pletcher after Nick Lee stopped that second shot that Pletcher finishes on everybody. Pletcher got a little more hesitant. He said, oh, there's a real dude here. There's a dude that can stop a shot, like one of my best shots. And after that, he became extremely timid. He tried one open double. Didn't work. Didn't try any of his go behinds. He changed his style for Nick Lee, I think and you can't do that. You
0: hit it right on. You hit hit it right on the head right there. Nick Lee, just my opinion here, is a guy. He's a banger. He's a banger. He's, he's in brawler. your face. He's a brawler. He's got a great pace, and he he's a he's a volume shooter. He'll he'll take he'll, he'll shoot Take oh, yeah. lots of shots. They might all look pretty. not might all look pretty. Which when you're a guy like Pletcher, who's got. Great counter offense, great go behinds like Pletcher has. Take advantage of that stuff, wear him down, and start taking advantage. You don't need to burn yourself out taking unnecessary shots. Take advantage of a bad shot from Nick Lee Hand fight and him. beat him exactly. And I th- I think that's the game plan you change if if I'm the Ohio State coaches.
1: And I and I will disagree with you on one point. I think that Nick Lee's pace did wear Pletcher down. I, I, I know I know Pletcher got up at the end, got an escape, and took a shot towards the end. But I think that Pletcher. Got worn down by Nick Lee.
0: I don't think it was and, the pace. And it's
1: somebody that Nick, Nick Lee's done it. Nick Lee did it to McKenna last year when he got a win.
0: I don't think it was the pace though. I think I, I think it, it was. I, I don't. I think it was more adrenaline emotions. I don't think it was the pace. I think it was the pace. I think that Nick Lee's pace overwhelmed him, so we're gonna have to agree to disagree, buddy. All right. I'm I'm good with that. And I'm right and you're wrong. But anyway, no, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> um
1: I, I, you wanna talk about another time another match that the ref just completely blew was uh Sammy Sassel with Jared for Claren. Jared Verclaren did absolutely nothing in that match. His ass was towards the back of the mat every single second of the entire match. And Sasso was, would lock up a body lock, and Verclaren would have his ass hanging out and would, right there. and would walk towards the edge of the mat. And the, the ref just loved to call
0: action. I think it was. He just wanted to the call action the match so maybe, bad. Where Sasso locked up that body lock and backed him right off the mat. Verclaren did nothing. Yeah. He didn't did even you hear he the ref attempt, he didn't even attempt to circle the in. The ref goes, Wrestle in the center, boys. Wrestle in the center. Uh, it's hard to
1: wrestle in the center when you're locking up a body lock and his freaking ass is walking out.
0: So if I okay, so if I'm Sammy Sasso, hey ref you want me to lock up a body lock and and walk backwards to the center Yeah, that's how, yeah
1: that sounds like a good freaking play,
0: especially against a Greco guy. Yeah, okay, yeah, not gonna happen. Yeah. Is he a Greco guy? He won a cadet title. No, Verklaren, Freestyle.
1: Verklaren, I think Verclaren is comfortable in those upper body ties. Okay. Uh, that was terrible. Now, yeah, look, Sammy Sasso won and You know, some people might. Derrick McLaren just took uh, Nick, uh, uh, Brayton Lee to overtime, too. Mm -hmm. Seven to five, he lost.
0: It's a. McLaren, regardless of his accolades or whatever, he's a tough matchup. One, he's got great coaches. The dude has pedigree, he knows how to wrestle. Micah and his Micah struggled last year. year. But you know what I liked in this match? We've talked a lot this season about how Sammy Sasso doesn't take attacks, he doesn't take shots. It's not his style. But he showed that a match goes to overtime against a tough opponent. He can take a shot to yeah. get a takedown to win the match I like that He took a couple shots I want to see more yeah. of it he,
1: he probably took three or four Versus Verclearan's zero Okay And um, Sammy Sassel was able to get the win It was a tight match But I think the refing it that was terrible For, re- for, for Verklaren to walk off the mat backwards And the ref to look at both of them and say Wrestling center boys action is was awful, it was awful. Is a terrible call It's and awful Again, somebody send me that ref's email Because I'd, I'd like to send him a stern letter Okay. To his mother. Yeah, because I, I I just don't respect this referee, whoever it was. I don't respect him.
0: I get your beef with the referee, man. I think it's very valid. Look, the referees is not why Penn State won. It's not why Ohio State lost. Agreed. But Agreed. I do get your beef. I think there was a lot of moments in that match where there was inconsistent reffing Again, I've, I I stated, I made my statement earlier. I don't think. Where you're refing at should dictate how you make your calls. Um, I thought uh, you, you said it earlier, it, it's kind of an embarrassment for, for, for this level of the sport, especially in a match between these two powerhouse teams. But uh, anyway, but let's
1: be clear regardless of the referee, in Penn State, one fair and square 100%. And, and we agree with that, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and Nick Lee, there was not a, there wasn't a ref in the country that could have had Lou Pletcher beat Nick Lee. No, 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 Nick absolutely Lee did not. It.
0: Now. Maybe this isn't the popular opinion, and I'm not getting ahead of myself, but I liked the 157 match. I like yeah. what happened for that for Ohio State. Look, Quinn Kenner, big-time recruit, was wrestling 133 earlier this year, bumping all the way up. I mean, left for 33, 41, 49, 50, going up four weight classes. Right. Okay, to 157. He was
1: already up to 160 pounds at Bulking, one point. I mean, and
0: he looks like he's getting a little bigger. Doesn't he look like he gets he bigger like each match? Bigger, I agree yeah. with you, Brandon. Yeah. I agree with you. That and I know that Brady Berge has not been on the mat much this year. I know he's had the injury, whatever, whatever, whatever. Brady Berge is a top notch talent and I thought it was, he was ranked, super like, impressive.
1: Sixer before they pulled him out when he hadn't wrestled yeah. much.
0: And I thought it was super impressive for Quinn Kenner to go out there and get that win again on the road. I like that and that's gotta be great for his confidence. It's gotta that's be a road dog win. Yeah. Okay,
1: it, it, Big 10s, Brady Burger versus Quinn Kenner after Brady Burger's got a little bit more time on the mat, probably taking Burger, okay? I'm I'm not I'm not knocking on Can Kenner. Can I ask you why? Uh, Honestly. I, 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 the pedigree. You know, Brady Burger's just just, you know, he was I think he was the one of the number one I think he was the number one ranked recruit in the country at his weight class. Um coming out at at a, at a weight class that fits him more than a little bit of Quinn Kenner.
0: They were both top-notch guys coming out. I mean, they were both on the big board. I I, get I think it. that Brady Burger was probably a little bit higher ranked guy. Kenner, pr- on the on the top 50 overall, yes. Yeah. Quinn Kenner was the number one rated 38-pounder coming out That's of high true. school. That's true. Okay. 38-pounder. So, 38-pounder. No, no, I get it. Again, we've talked about him jumping yeah. up classes. I, I I hate to knock it because it was a
1: great win. It's just – I'm not – we don't know where Brady Berge is at. We know Brady Berge was what? Right, An right. NCAA qualifier last year. Right. Who I think won a match at the NCAA tournament. Okay. He got beat up pretty good by Micah Jordan. Um. The, the, the only reason why I say that is because I, I obviously remember that match Because I was watching it pretty intently um, Brady Berge is a guy who they had high hopes for um, A guy that, a guy like Quinn Kinner probably wasn't expected to beat at the start of the year The fact that he went in there And this is what, Brandon, this is what you were talking about I'm almost more impressed with this Ohio State team's loss 20 to 16 Exactly Than ben. I am with the 2018 loss. Lost yes, On yes. um, the Colin Moore loss To um, to Kassar They went in there yes. And they, they Thank you They probably shouldn't Have even been in The damn match And they
0: were a Coin flip match Away from winning The damn thing Honestly Ben That's exactly Where I was coming from Look The 2018 look Was it 18 2018 yeah. yeah I actually truly Expected Ohio State To win that match With right? no foul Yeah they, it's, With no foul They they pooped the bed. They shit okay. themselves. Okay. Uh, I'm not cussing because you've already made this. Uh, I'm MA sorry. Rated Nathan MA.
1: Tomasello got headlocked by Devin Schnup through
0: the scoreboard. But remember that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> it looked like somebody throwing a midget mud wrestler off the mat. <laughs> Oh, my God. Anyway, um, but no, I really expected Ohio State to win that duel that year. I did not expect Ohio State to be in this match. And I think that's indicative of this team. It's so young. And not a lot of proven guys on this team. Um, I will disagree with you. Uh, Quinn Kenner was expected to be the starter this year at 133. Okay, he was. And he was at first. Okay? He so, yeah, he couldn't hold his mud. But he couldn't make the way. It was a tough. This guy that wrestled 138 in college, you're taking him all the day down to 138, his second year, his his sophomore year. He looked
1: bad. Okay? He did. He looked bad. Could you imagine if they bulked him up throughout
0: the summer? Oh, and Ooh, that's what gets me excited. Now I'm talking about a dude that can go. What's the one weight minus 125 that Ohio State has struggled to fill? 57. 57.
1: Every day, every year. Who's the best 57 we had? Josh Demas? Demas. Josh Demas. Brian, Brian Murphy's leg. Oh, Brian
0: Murphy had it. He had Brian Murphy's leg in the air for at least three minutes at NCAA To All-American. To All-American. And he couldn't. <sighs> yeah, was- he couldn't. So anyway. It <laughs>
1: hurts my heart to remember that.
0: I don't know if Quinn is going to be at 157 next year or not. I think he would make a great 49-pounder He's if Sasso be a 49-pounder. went up. 49-pounder. Okay, and that gets me excited. This match gets me excited because you're right. Brady Bergey. Is a great wrestler He was a round of 16 guy Last year 20 and 5 last year As a redshirt fester. Round of 16 20 and 5 Even though he's been Off the mat I like that And again going back Into Penn State He beat Humphreys this year Didn't he to get that win Who? Berge uh, He's wrestled two matches He beat Humphreys And he lost again. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, hey, so-
1: and you know Not just to get the win To go and take it Right He was losing And he got a takedown And then he threw them boots in That gets me excited dude and, Hey hey He threw the boots in And rode them for 45 seconds Where was the stall call? Where was the stall call? <laughs> Bergie wasn't getting out you ain't getting one
0: Yeah where was the damn stall call Ref? Now look you know Bergie did not All-American last year. He went 2-2 two and two at Nationals. Um, yeah, it's Michael Jordan good, majored though. him at Big Tens. Michael Jordan majored him at Big Tens. I think he kind of – he only had five losses last year, and, and I think the, they were all at the end of the year. Right. You know? So he kind of he hit that, that, that freshman wall or whatever, um, minus a loss at the Southern Scuffle to Mitch Feinstein beat him at the scuffle. Yeah. Bergie's good, though. But he's good. And that's where I'm getting. That gets me excited about Kenner at 157. Right. It, do I expect him to get on the podium? No, 57 is a tough weight class. But could he be a qualifier? He can be a qualifier. That's the question. And he can qualify through the Big Tens. But is
1: he even going to be – well, I think that – I think that – I think he might be able to get an auto a, a spot based on the, some of the opens he wrestled. I think he's capable of it. You think of. so? Yeah. No, because all you need is a certain RPI. S- okay. You know what? Right he's now?
0: 26 this year. Yeah. How many
1: outside of 133?
0: Uh, Seriously, it's he, worth looking up Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now He's wrestled 133 since January 19th When, the, when he went to the Purple Raider Open So he's got 157, you mean? Oh, I'm sorry, 157 He's got a lot of matches at 157 So he could They gotta right. be D1 wrestlers Um, Cleveland State, Indiana, Ohio, Maryland, Nebraska Yeah, I there mean we go. Dude, he's wrestled two guys that aren't No, I'm sorry, four guys that aren't D1 When he wrestled Finley, Ashland, Indiana Tech I didn't know they had a team And uh, Notre Dame, Ohio So He's going to have the matches, but he could still qualify through the Big Tens. Right. He could actually do that. I think that. he could. He, again, he's got the talent, dude. And I think people forget that. People forget what a great recruit he was because he was so overshadowed by the Sammy Sassos, right. the uh, Gavin Hoffmans, those guys. Kirk
1: Lead coming in the next
0: year. Yes. He, overshadowed by that. He's a great recruit, great pedigree. He knows how to battle. New Jersey kid, tough as nails, and he's going to continue to get better, and he's going to c- continue to get Matt time at this weight. I like it.
1: be interesting because, you know what, if he does qualify, he's definitely got a shot to win a match, right? If you qualify out of the Big Ten, you got a shot to win a match at the tournament, which gives you some points, even if it's .5 points. Um, I like Quinn Kinner to be our starter over Elijah Cleary. The reason why is because Elijah Cleary's got great defense, but he doesn't have much offense, and he doesn't show you much on top. Quinn Kinner has what we always say is a game-changer. The ability to ride on top.
0: You know why I like Quinn Kenner over Cleary? We've just seen younger. Cleary's ceiling. Right. We know what Cleary's ceiling is. Right. Quinn Kenner right now, he he's just starting to take off. You don't know what his ceiling is. And he's got, again, he's got, he, he's a better wrestler than Cleary. And that's not a knock on Cleary. He's just a better wrestler who struggled to find the right weight in this stacked middleweight he's line for Ohio State and he's a redshirt freshman. And why
1: not let the guy who's going to compete for you for the next 3 years Bingo. get the sh- get get the get the limelight and get to learn what it's like rather than a guy who's going to be, a, you know, a career backup that just isn't going to be the guy that's going to yeah. going to be your starter.
0: You don't take a guy like Quinn Kenner and make him go up four-weight classes, risk injury wrestling in the Big 10 and send him out against Brady Bergie and at Penn State if he's not going to be your starter. Right. And he just he just in my opinion he locked up that spot yeah. with that match. And what's lost
1: in this is the fact that Brady Berge is back, and that's great. It's great. That, it's that's great. It's fantastic. Like, the, the, guy, the guy was a, the wrestling in, in an age-level world team this summer when he got a concussion. And, you know, unfortunately, it appears that that concussion has lingered a little bit longer. Was it than,
0: juniors or U23s? I, I can't remember. I think it was, I think U23s. It was
1: probably, Yeah, I think it might have been U23s. I think it was. Uh, um, and the, the fact that he's back for Penn State is great one for their ability to compete. For a, a trophy, which is which I like, you know, you know what I think it's going to be. I'd rather have it be a close race. I want to see a battle. Yeah, I, I'd rather have it be a close race than not. Um, so, it, and also, it's just good for him as a person the fact that he's back on the mat. Um, and it's great. I, I want to see. A, I want to see guys healthy. So, always,
0: we've we've said this before. We said it with North. I would you know? never,
1: root, especially for a head injury. I would never root for anybody ever to have an, an injury that would end somebody's career when they're trying to do what they love. I would never. I would never do that.
0: I I I think that goes without saying. And I think what it does is look, one fifty seven is kind of top heavy. So when you look at the top guys at this weight class, obviously got Hidley and Deacon, we know about them. You got Caleb Young, David Carr. it it gets a little dicey after that. Those are those are four heavy hitters. What do you got after that? It gets a little dicey. You're talking about a guy like Jesse Delavecchia from from Ryder as being one of the best guys. He's only got two losses but he's, where's his wins? Where's yeah. his wins? He's yeah. done nothing in the past. You got Quincy Monday from Princeton, great record. Again, you don't know what he's gonna do. He hasn't done anything before. You know, Larry Early, you never know what you're gonna get. Like Josh year, yeah, you right. Is is is, is a is a is a, is a g- phenomenal wrestler. But that's a guy Bergie's already beaten. Exactly. So Bergie's so an all American contender. But Berge's one and one. He's gonna have to qualify through the through the conference tournament. You're right. So that are you t- telling me Ken is an all American contender? No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, don't have rose-colored, I don't have rose color. i do not have crimson colored glasses, I'm just saying, <laughs> he, he's really not, it, it, no.
1: But I he, can, he can win a match at the NCAA tournament, and as a freshman, wrestling up, two weight class, he's a 41-pounder. If anybody's wondering, he's definitely a 41-pounder. If he wins two matches at the NCAA tournament, that that would be amazing. Right.
0: Now, we gotta temper ourselves a little bit, because remember, just earlier this month, he got beat up by Peyton Robb at Nebraska. Peyton Rob, that was cool, a headlock. Freshman, remember that was only was, a headlock. Then he was. came back. That, that, well, eight to three. I, I wouldn't really call it coming it was, back. It was, oh. it was six zero. Oh. It was six zero. Okay, I, I'm just uh, yeah. You're right. It wasn't he didn't a comeback. pull it within one pointer. It anything. wasn't
1: a comeback. But what I'm saying
0: is, like, you take the headlock away. That's what a six point move was. Yeah. it Six points. Yeah. 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 All right. I, I, I get your point there. Anyway, Kenner can scrap boys. I, I said that yeah, exactly. I like it. exactly. I like that's it. what got me excited about this.
1: Man, this is Ohio State heavy, but I'm fine with that.
0: So. Now we get into the shitty part Woo! Murderer's Row for Penn State Penn State looked good though Oh they did
1: So I'm going to do one thing real quick and then, and, then and then we can talk about Murderer's Row Ethan Smith has been able to take down Every single person he's wrestled this year He's been able to take down David McFadden He's been able to take down Alex Marinelli He's been able to take down Evan Wick Twice He's been able to take down uh, Vincenzo Joseph Ethan Smith is finally learning how To take down good wrestlers and I'm so tired of hearing you talk about Ethan Smith. And then he got beat up pretty good. I'll tell you one thing about the smash though. You ready to get on the ref? And that be- those back points that they gave, even they even though they reviewed them, Tom Ryan throughout throughout the brick right, were bullshit. They were there was not two second count. Wasn't good. Ethan Smith was rolling across his back to get a reversal, giving the back points. There was crap. Now take the back points away, and it's still eleven to five. It doesn't matter. Vincenzo Joseph was able to get taken down, get up. What I love about Vincenzo Joseph is he's really starting to open up his offense. He's not just relying on these upper body ties. He's doing what he's – I guess I shouldn't say he's starting to rely on his offense. He's doing what he's always done to to, to win matches is hit those double legs and play good defense. He's got one of the – we talk about the Bulls' double leg. We talk about Alex Marino's double leg. I think Vincenzo Joseph's double leg just as damn good.
0: Oh, I don't – yeah, I agree. Look – when I think of Marinelli, I think of his great single leg. He's got a phenomenal single leg. He, he hits that double, too. But your point is well taken. What I really like about Vincenzo, what I've always liked about watching him wrestle, in the most casual, casual? I was gonna the same word, way, he wrestles with such swag, and I love Moxie. it. Moxie. Okay, Moxie. I like swag. Moxie. No, yeah, Moxie's like for boomers. Swag is like, you know, the No, I'm just saying. I'm trying to be cool and hip. No, no you're right. Exactly. <laughs> he carried a swag bag. And I like it. And... The only time I've never seen him not have it was the first half of that match with Marinelli this year until he he, when he had his ass out. until he baited him. It, it, yeah, I, you know, but I, that's what I've always loved about it. it, it I can't, Ben. I can't. Potential Jones is a bad dude. Of course he is.
1: He's a bad dude, and I tell you what, you don't want to mass, match up with him. I, I think he's probably my pick. I think he was my pick earlier this year. He's still my pick to win it this year.
0: I, I'm still on Marinelli. I'm not going to change it. Yeah, you know I'm not. Gonna, can't keep flip flopping. But I
1: love that double leg that he's got working right now. I mean, Ethan Smith. Ethan Smith said, "Look, I'm gonna try to wrestle you." Most re- uh, that's the one thing I'll give props to is most wrestlers go out there and they, they don't want to wrestle. They don't want to fuck with uh, Ethan or Vincenzo Joseph. They want to back up. They don't want to get tripped. Ethan Smith went after him, got a takedown, and he kept going after him. But Vincenzo Joseph just said, "Look, I'm a better wrestler than you," which he is. And he took him down multiple different times. He just he beat him up. And uh, Ethan Smith, a, a top 12, top 13th ranked guy. Just lost to Shane
0: Oster. I mean, I can't get excited about him.
1: Yeah, you beat him twice earlier this year. And Vincenzo Joseph made him (laughs) look
0: pedestrian. Yeah. You know what's kind of, I don't want to say sad, but something that I'll think about this from time to time and just kind of like, man, it's got to suck, is that I don't think Penn State fans have really truly appreciated how good Vincenzo is because he's been overshadowed by the Bo Nichols, the Zane Rutherfords, and all those guys. Um, And and it sucks because here's a guy that is quietly – been a three-time finalist, two-time champ, and it's very well could be a four-time finalist, three-time champ, and it's like he was still year, he's been overshadowed. He's one of the greatest one sixty-five pounders of all time. Yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. And it's just like he's been so overshadowed by some of these other, you know, Nolf, Nickel, Zane, all the Mark Hall, even that's who everybody talks about. And here's quietly Vincenzo, little meatball out there just decking dudes. He does
1: all of the. He does all of the little things right. And he's even got the, probably got the best personality out of all of them. Yeah, too. That, he was a great podcast guest. Oh, I loved it. He gets off bottom. He rides when he needs to, and he can take you down. He does all. And he of the can things throw right. the shit out of you too. I think that Vincenzo Joseph can beat Mark Hall in a wrestling match. I think
0: that would be a very fun match to watch. I think he could beat him. That'd be extremely Mark fun. Mark Hall got a watch. real big
1: head. Like real life, like I don't just mean like cocky. I mean his head is
0: large. I don't know what that has to do with the match, though. Nothing, but I'm taking Vincenzo. He is shaped kind of odd. He's got really long limbs and like a short body. Vincenzo? No, Mark Hall. Oh, <laughs> I just always noticed that. <laughs> it just—I don't know. Anyway,
1: you know we look. Look, if I had to choose between people that I like, uh, if I had to choose between who I would want to win a title, Vincenzo or Mark Hall, it's Vincenzo times a million.
0: Okay, I can get on that. Speaking of Mark Hall, hey, as much as we just kind of cracked on him, but he did go out there and frick pin, you know, one of the seventh rate guy in the country in like forty four seconds. Terrible call. That was not a pin. Get the hell out of <laughs> get the- here. Get the- Caleb Romero's shoulder blades were so stuck. Dude, he- I'm pretty sure his-, his shoulders went through the mat and were on the, the gym floor. All right. They were so
1: stuck. What are you how did you not think that was coming? You don't think that Mark Hall's got a mixer from the front headlock?
0: Oh my god.
1: And you know he loves to throw shit out the, Especially in the first period What did he do against Cameron He tried to headlock him In the first period How the hell was Caleb Romero Just dangling his arms Just hanging out in the front of headlock Not thinking that he was about to get cement mixed
0: The only thing that Caleb Young Or Caleb Romero Caleb Young Could have done differently in that match Was tap out instead of getting pinned I mean really oh That's God. all he could have done But I think that That's the thing about Mark Hall And that's the thing that frustrates me the most about him I can get past you know the arrogance and stuff like that. Whatever we need those types of, types of guys in the sport anyway. But especially the, yeah. But when Mark Hall really wants to, he can beat anybody in this country and he could, he can make it look real easy. But I just don't think he does that a lot. I think he holds back. He's probably one of the most talented guys in the country. Talented, like natural. You think he's almost talent like and
1: Stevenson type guy. You know, a dude that just scoring anybody but just kind of like doesn't.
0: The dude that hasn't won a title yet. Yeah, I'm talking about Mark Hall that's won a title. No okay yes, yeah. right. yeah, exactly. do I think Mark Hall
1: Mark Hall won a title. Do I think that Mark Hall's one of the best uh, to do it right now right now? Yeah, I think he's one of the best that's doing but it right. now.
0: Do you disagree with what I said though? Do you not watch him and think that he's holding back from his actual ability that if he opened up more and he went out there and got after it more that he he, dude, he that's be so the same dominant. thing we said He'd about Ed so Ruth same
1: thing we said about Ed Ruth same thing we said about other dudes We're Ed just,
0: Ruth was dominant though. He was, so, he was so dominant, and yeah. he was just like Vincenzo, but even so much more calm. Yeah, but you, you, think,
1: you think Mark Hall might hold back, but then he freaking goes out there and just literally commits a crime against Labriola and sticks him with 10 seconds left.
0: Exactly. So that's the point I'm making. That's what I
1: mean. Yeah, that's, I guess I made your point is the fact that you're telling me this dude can just fake cut a dude into a freaking nearside cradle and stick him and go freaking standing cement job. It wasn't like they were on the ground. It wasn't knees and elbows He goes standing cement job Against freaking Caleb Romero Who was ranked seventh In the country Sticks him Gets up Flexes guns He got some big ass guns Mark Hall's a dude dude I mean he is I don't know why I don't like him so much and I, I love it,
0: when you get Come around to my side Of things I, I, a little know, bit I
1: think it's probably I don't like him Because I do think That Bo Jordan had him I think it was a bullshit call A couple of years ago Let him um,
0: go I know exactly it But it's hard It's hard I'm still frozen <laughs> in
1: that time Um I, we've given Mark Hall Plenty of respect On this podcast Oh we have I don't, We I, have I can respect you And not like you Absolutely And you know what When he played that air guitar When he beat Zahid That was pretty cool But you yeah, know what was You even know what cooler? was even better
0: When Zahid broke that air guitar Oh god that was cool At the NCAA finals I, But Speaking of Ed Ruth <laughs> Ed Ruth was so much fun to watch He was He was so calm was like, so fluid I think he could have Just woken up from a nap Been eating a turkey sub And still cradle up somebody And pin him
1: All at the same time How about eating Taco Bell You remember that story?
0: uh, Did he really eat or was he sleeping? (laughs) (laughs) We've all been there. We've all been there. (laughs) We've all been there, Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we love you. We love you. Uh, uh, Honestly, of all the great wrestlers at Penn State, Ed Ruth is my favorite. He's my favorite. The one that I actually liked.
1: Yeah. The one that I actually liked. You know who my favorite Penn State wrestler is? Bubba Jenkins. (laughs) 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 Nick Seriano's a close second
0: (laughs) Best 125 pounder to win a title That wrestled at Penn State Nick (laughs) Seriano. Got (laughs) him We love you Penn State fans And we're only doing this because We've already been getting the DMs Through Twitter And all that stuff Talking about Wonder what you guys are going to talk about On this next pod Yeah we're going to talk about How we lost again We lost again Again
1: Because Caleb Romero got stuck like a little turd. Anyway. Who could beat my
0: ass. 184. Aaron
1: Brooks is that dude.
0: We hyped up Rocky Holy Jordan so shit. much. We hyped up Rocky Jordan was so much.
1: There's nothing else I can say about this match except for the fact that Rocky Jordan could not stop a single leg to his left leg. No. Aaron Brooks continually hit Jeff Jordan single legs yes. to Rocky's leg.
0: He Jordan Jordan.
1: So if you go to Jeff Jordan's state champ camp,
0: that's all you do. You, you learn literally
1: a single chase the ankle.
0: Drill it, and you drill it for it, like nine hours yeah, a day, and it is five days a week. Takedown.
1: And guess guess who's guess who went there? And guess who did it? Aaron Brooks, because he beat the hell out of Rocky Jordan. Aaron Brooks lost to Taylor Vance. Rocky Jordan beat Taylor Vance. Let's let me tell you one thing right now: transitive property does not work because Rocky Jordan had literally zero for this. It looked like a. Okay, deep breath. Slow down, bubba. Don't. Don't slow say down. Anything back. Slow down. It looked like a guy who was really slow, who wanted the hand fight but couldn't get in the hand fight. Versus a guy who had, who ha- was had really good speed and an elite level single leg, and he just got beat down. It was Rocky Jordan had nothing for him. You
0: he remember could, the old? He 90s. couldn't even
1: get a wizard in on him.
0: Remember the old '90s movies, uh, movie kids about those kids in New York City?
1: You talking about the dude that got AIDS? That's that's part of the movie AIDS. No, yeah.
0: Stop Rocky Jordan looked like the dude With no legs on that skateboard Saying I got no legs But Rocky Jordan's like I can't move my legs <laughs> 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 I, I didn't know that's where you were going <laughs> You had to go to AIDS Didn't he just yeah, I know Didn't he just stand in front of him Yes He's got plodding feet Like his big brother Bo
1: But I don't understand Because Bo Jordan beat some
0: dudes Oh yeah he beat some dudes
1: But Rocky just Every Okay look Dan Ranzik, we just read the damn freaking review. We gave Rocky mad props, and we're like, "Hey, Rocky might be a dude. Rocky might be a dude that could 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 make the round of twelve and sneak in on
0: something if he gets that cross for his tilt." If you're saying we, you got a mouse in your pockets. I did not say that. You did. I said he showed some stuff. He beat be
1: Taylor Vance. Don't give me fucking.
0: Don't give me no shit now. I'm not saying he didn't, but come on now, come on now. Aaron Brooks
1: looked like every bit. Aaron Brooks has that one slip up this year. Against Fens Against Fens Yeah uh, Aaron Brooks looks like Every bit the finalist That he could Potential, be Potential Yeah And if he wins the Big Ten Then he will be I think the two seed
0: Hunter Bolin will be Oh you're right Okay Three He shoot, just, three he just beat Hidley and So if he finishes out the Oh season. we got Hidley
1: we got, oh But they're going to have to Wrestle again at the. We're going to have to Talk about this We're going to have to Talk yeah. about this Because everybody's Chasing the six then Aren't they Yeah Everybody's chasing, chasing the, the six. six seed. Yep. Yep. Nobody Absolutely. wants that five or four.
0: No, not at all. But it, anyway, uh, one ninety seven. I, I think it just continues. The 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 for one, Colin Moore looked really impressive in that match. Shakur Rashid continues to not look impressive. I don't know why they continue to throw him out there. I just don't.
1: I I'd like to have I'd like to talk about that for a minute if you, if you don't mind.
0: No, that's why I brought up one ninety seven. So
1: go ahead. So one ninety seven, uh wrestled Shakur Rashid. Did you mention that? I think so. <laughs> Colin Moore made you Shakur Rashid. This is. Do I get excited about this match or not? And I'm asking you a serious question. Like, do I should should I be excited about the fact that Colin Moore just made it a a, a former All American, or you know, a previous All American?
0: I I don't because that's. uh it was the expectation, really, when you watch how Shakur Rashid has wrestled this year. Again, I don't understand why they continued to throw him out there.
1: Who else do they have? They're not going to pull Michael Beard's redshirt this late in the game, if especially think, when I, I don't think Kale really right. thinks that
0: he's going to win it. Um, I think they always do. I really do. I mean, honestly, maybe I'm and crazy. As, right. as close as that match was with Iowa, and again, we've, I don't even want to get back into it. They do. They've got a legitimate chance to win the title so again Paul this Beard. year. So that's, Beard. What, and that's where I was going. You got a guy like Michael Beard who listen. Has not been spectacular, but he's been. He's got a much more healthy body, and he could probably provide you a little bit more than what Shakur Rashid's providing right now. That, that it just looks sad. That's it's sad, in question. my opinion, because I like Shak- I actually like Shakur Rashid. Shakur Rashid was you know, great. He's his interviews are awesome. I, he's got the personality that, and it's not. It's it's a funny, fun arrogance, and I like that. And he's a good wrestler. And he's a good he wrestler. A, it, but at he's his beat peak, up. he, was, he was beat up. At his peak, he was pinning everybody. He, he was, was the two seed at nationals. He was scary. Was that last year? Yeah. It was two seed.
1: Well, he didn't wrestle Miles Martin, remember, in the finals. Or no, Colin Barks. Yeah, Miles Martin team.
0: didn't wrestle in the finals either.
1: Or no, it was, it was Miles Martin because he was at 84.
0: I know he didn't. Right, yeah. so I, I just, it's, it's sad. I, I don't know why they haven't pulled beard, but, you know, can't question a man like Cale.
1: Well, maybe Shakur is healthy enough to wrestle, and he's saying, look, I'm a, actually, we, there was, Cale did come out and say that. What did he say? Cale came out and said that as long as Shakur is healthy, he's the man. He's done everything he needs to do. Does he
0: look healthy? Does he look healthy when he wrestles on? It, and do you expect to say for Kellis anything? I don't different? think he
1: looks unhealthy. I just think he looks like his timing's off. I just think he he looks like a, a guy who just isn't quite there. He anymore. looks like a guy who's
0: four and four this year and has losses to. Uh, he might not qualify, Brandon. He's, he's not. He's he, not going to get an automatic bid. No, he's not. He's going to have to qualify through the tournament. And let's think about this. He's got four losses on this year, and three of those four have come from guys. All four have come from guys from the Big Ten: yeah. Davidson, Schultz, Moore. And uh, Warner. And you know what he hasn't been able to do to anybody? Ride him.
1: Ride him. And that was his thing. Maybe not ride him. He, he definitely isn't
0: turning people. He didn't cradle people right. up. So, no, I,
1: whatever. I'll tell you what, though. Colin Moore looked like he was on a mission there. And and I, I'm i impressed with the fact that Colin Moore was able to utilize, I think, five different takedowns.
0: Can I, we talk about gas tank, Gary? Oh, my God. How about go, that? go, go. How about that? I don't know... Whether it's more indicative of the wrestler that Gary Traub is or indicative of Seth Neville might not be that good. Well, as good as we thought he or th- thought, thought he was or was going to be.
1: I mean Seth Neville's gave Cassiopeia a battle. Let's let's take it all the way back to to high school for a second.
0: Yeah. Seth Neville. Seth One sixty nine and one, 149 wins by Penn. One of, one of the champs. top level
1: recruits. Yeah. Gary Traub, 195 pounds. Division one Ohio State. Mason? No yeah, sycamore no, or more? Sycamore. Sycamore. Runner up. Hundred and ninety five pound runner up Division One Ohio. That is something I never did. That is amazing. But that is not what you would think would be uh Division One Big Ten level recruit. From from all stories and all intents and purposes, this guy is just a worker. You know, he was working eighteen hours a week? At a grocery store, bagging groceries before he got a scholarship.
0: I mean, you got to pay this for your guy, tuition somehow. But I'm
1: saying, th- and this guy comes in is the definition of the lunch pail. Literally, Mister Lunch Pail brings his lunch pail to work, and he goes to work. And he's gone out, and he's competed with guys like Tanner Hall. He's competed with other guys like Cassiope. I, I'm going to stop
0: you right there because you've said that twice. He did not. Give Cassiopeia a match He lost 7 to nothing. Never was in da- Never was close to scoring He got dominated by Cassiopeia Gary Traub gave Cassiopeia A better match than Seth Neville's did I'm sorry I can't, I can't hear it anymore I said that Gary Traub did Yeah You said Seth Neville's Oh yeah No you're right you're You just right. said You were talking about Seth Nevels. Yeah, I you take said it twice Cassiopeia beat him 7 to nothing. But what I'm saying is,
1: So now I'm talking about Gary Traub Okay A guy who gave Cassiopeia a match He did He gave Tanner Hall He was literally almost A takedown away From beating Tanner Hall Or taking Tanner Hall The overtime and he goes out and Gotta he beats, stop
0: abusing senior citizens.
1: And he, and he, and he beats Seth Nevels. I, I'm not sure what else you can say about a guy like Gary Traub for what he's done for Ohio State's team in a year like this, when he wasn't the starter. He was although never he recruited did beat, to be a, be the starter. He beat Chase Singletary in the rest off last year. Yeah, so Chase Singletary ended up taking the spot. Chase Singletary was a better wrestler.
0: He, he, yeah, Gary Traub was never recruited to be the starter. He was recruited to be... He wasn't uh, recruited. Okay, there you he go. Probably I mean, was, he probably was... Hey, come team, on. team, you know, to be a great workout partner, a guy that uh, provides great team chemistry, and look what he's done. You ask, what, what, what more can he done? He's captured the attention and even the hearts of a, a lot of Buckeye fans. Gas tanked Gary, it's been fun to watch him. It's a great story. I didn't expect him to beat yeah. Seth Neville's Like I didn't expect him and to beat Nevels. And Neville's. he gas tanked him. He, was, he
1: reversed them to tie it up three to three. Nevels got out, and with like 30 seconds left... You know what he hit? He hit an elbow pass high crotch. Like straight up, like went to his knee, heavyweight, underneath a big big dude. dude, And goes elbow pass high crotch and lifts him up a la like Kyle Snyder against uh, Medbury in the finals of the NCAA tournament. Put him down and then rode him out. I'm not – look, I don't care who you're a fan of. And what team you're a fan of. You got to appreciate but it. You got to appreciate yeah. what, what a guy like Gary Traub's done. I love it, dude. I love it. and I hope he qualifies for the NCAA tournament.
0: It, he should because he's 20 and 6. Yeah. Okay. I hope he
1: qualifies because I'm not sure. He might get the start next year, but Singletary I don't know. Singletary should be back. But he might go 97. I mean, we don't know, right? I think Gavin Hoffman will be at 97. Yeah. But Gary Traub, you got to appreciate what he's done for Ohio State's team. He, consummate, dude.
0: Um, but you just said, though, next he might be the starter. One thing he did. Ohio State loses Kyle Snyder. Thought we had another great heavyweight in Kirkville yet. He leaves. Good. And now we have Singletary coming back, but you also got another heavyweight to be excited about this year. It's unfortunate for him that heavyweight is so deep this year, especially in the Big Ten. Yeah. He could still qualify, he's, maybe even qualify through the tournament. Who knows, through the conference tournament. But it's fun to watch, and he gives guys fits because he's not your typical heavyweight. He's hard to score on. Yeah, he hasn't. Been a lot of a lot of elite
1: elite level heavyweights haven't been able to really whip him. Gable did. <laughs> Gable whips everybody. What was that Hilger score?
0: Um, I got it right here. It was a six to nothing. Yeah. Okay. Hilger's a big dude, and he runs I know. stuff too. I, yeah, I know. But it wasn't like he, he didn't major him. No, no, not at all. I, your point's well taken. Look, I get, I'd rather have Gary Trout than
1: Daniel Kirkland on my team right now. I don't care. I'll say it. He, I, I want I I'll take heart over that shit any day of the week.
0: All right. I mean, okay. Maybe I, it's because we're not chasing a title. I, I love Gary Traub and all, but like, I'm sorry. Maybe it's because we're not chasing a title. I'd still like to have Kirkley at bat. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't expect him to wrestle four years at Penn State because you don't know what's going to happen. Right. Might enter the portal again. Maybe it's not because we're
1: cha- maybe it's because we're not chasing a title. But I I like a guy that's that committed to the team.
0: Of course, absolutely. It's a great story. Um, all right. So, again, Ohio State loses. I, to me, I expected it this year, but I am very, I'm pleasantly surprised and optimistic because of what we saw from some of these guys. When you look at the guys like what Millie Kinselman was able to do, what Quinn Kenner did, um, I, I do like what Sammy Sasso did in overtime against Verclaren. Then you, you know, you look at guys like uh, what Colin Moore did, and obviously Gary Traub, and it, it, it's something to be excited about. I think we saw some great things. Um, I, I struck. I, there's, I, I'm most disappointed though. More than anything, with 174, I, I really am. Really, um, I I think that is a, right there. Look, Ben, you've been talking all year. Caleb Romero's got a, He's going to get on that podium. He's got a chance to get on the podium. He's, I think ranked he's ranked in the top eight right now. Yeah, yeah. and you got to have more fight and, and wrestle smarter than that, especially against a guy like Mark Hall, because Mark Hall, Michael Kimmer, all those guys, they're going to eat you up. Yeah They're going to eat you And right. I don't expect them To beat those guys I don't expect you to beat them But I mean I expect them to make it Out of the first minute
1: I guess I'm just not I'm not that surprised Because Mark Hall Does stuff like that to people
0: it probably took him longer To take his warm-ups off <laughs> It probably did, man Um. Alright, so that's uh, Ohio State-Penn State Congrats, Penn State fans Um. I have a, a video to make I guess here coming up Of me singing a song I don't know what to sing So if you guys You uh, guys can narrow down my choices. Should I send sing Wind Beneath My Wings and dedicate it to Earl? No. That's weak. It is weak. I it's, like goodbye Earl. That's cliche. I want to do goodbye Earl. Yeah. Uh, like bye, peace, Felicia. Earl. Yeah. Cash me outside. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> um, real quick, a couple other big matches took place this weekend. Um, Iowa went out there, dominated another solid Big Ten team again, Minnesota. I think it was like, what, 30-something to six. Um, really interesting match. Well, heavyweight was an interesting match. It was. Campbell Stevenson
1: versus Tony Cassiope. Stevenson looked a little disinterested, but he scored when he needed to. Well, I think what it does set up is I can't wait to watch Stevenson versus Mason Paris. I
0: can't. I can't. It's probably the second most hyped match. Third we, most we, hyped we, match for me this year.
1: You know, at the start of the year, a lot of people probably wouldn't give Mason Paris a
0: chance. But if you if
1: you watch Mason Paris wrestle right now and you're, and you're not giving him a chance, then I think that you're missing out on, on something because I think that Mason Paris has got He's made at. jumps.
0: He's made jumps and he's, and he's a, bigger. He's big and he's also athletic. He's every bit as big as Gable Stevenson. Yeah. So uh, but it's gonna be a great match. Um You know who else had a really good match? I, I I Iowa, Minnesota.
1: Yeah, yeah. Give me some of your comments. Max Murin beat Mitch McKee. Max Murin finally got that monkey off his back and got a That's really big nice win. win. Yeah. And he beat him in sudden victory, taking him down twice. Um he kinda stifled Mitch McKee. Mitch McKee, I think, got the first takedown. Murin was able to get in on McKee's legs. Uh, McKee has really heavy snaps, Like he and he showed it against pleasure. He would put people's heads into the ground. But what he does is he does a big snap and then releases. Rather than putting the pressure on and holding it down there, he did a big snap and released, and Miran
0: shot right in on the legs, took him down with a little Barzegard. Really impressed with Max Murin there. I think it's a great win. I mean, again— you said it. He finally got the marquee win over an All American, returning All American. I think it's a great win for him. Uh, Iowa looked really good in this ma- match. Nothing happened in the, this match that tells me that they're not the favorite still. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see how things play out. One forty nine. What happened in that match? Well, Lugo got a, a quick takedown,
1: and then he just kind of coasted. You know, I, there really is not much else to say with that. He was able to he was able to stifle Brayton Lee's attacks. The thing about Brayton Lee, is, as we know from watching him wrestle most people, is he's such a goer, and Lugo was able to do the same thing he did against Sammy Sasso, and he was able to stop and stifle most offense um, that, that Brayton Lee had. He got the first takedown, was able to was able to ice it there by being able to get out. What's really impressive, though, Michael Kemmerer pinned Skaska in the first period. Skaska returned All-American. Michael Kemmerer comes off a huge win. Against Mark Hall, and you think, okay, could there be a letdown against a guy like Skezka? Real good wrestler. Not only was there not a letdown, he really went out and cemented himself as the number one wrestler in the country at this weight.
0: Okay, I got nothing else to add. Um, yeah, I got nothing else to add on that, man. I got, I got nothing Yeah, I, I would look good. Yeah, I would, I would look great. Um, Michael Kimmer has only wrestled 12 matches this year. That's insane. Yeah, I think that's I, insane. I know I mean, he missed a lot of time. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I just when I look at that, I, I I can't get over that half the time. Um, I, I don't get excited as excited about Skatska as I probably should. Um, I know I went out there and took an eighth last year after qualifying twice for Indiana. Um, I expect Mar- Michael Kimmer to beat up on a guy like that. No disrespect to uh, to Skatska, so I have a hard time getting excited about that. Um, especially as excited as I get about him going out there and dominating a uh, Dylan Lighty from Purdue. You know if that makes sense. Um, you, you know, what but I pinning a guy in two minutes, a, ret- a returning All American in two minutes—that it, it is impressive. I guess I just need to uh, stop being stupid.
1: I, I think I think one of the the last things I'd like to talk about, and we don't have to get into it too in depth, is that NC State sealed the deal and won uh, the regular season ACC. Uh, dual meet uh, championship by beating Virginia Tech 21 to 18 and what was an underratedly awesome match. It was back and forth, and uh, there were some, some upsets there, uh, one being right. uh, Thomas boulder beat uh, Dave McFadden. Dave McFadden, you know, he's taking a little bit of lumps this year. He's, he's lost Ethan Smith, just lost to Thomas Bullard. Uh, Bullard was able to get on top, throw those boots in, and, and, and ride him tough. Um,
0: I don't know what's going on with, with, with McFadden because he's looked so good in his career, like really, really good. Three-time All-American, sixth, fifth, fifth. Um, when you look at him outside of his freshman year, his true freshman year when he lost 12 matches, he hasn't had more than four losses in an entire season, and he's already got four losses this season. I don't know if he should have stayed up at 174 after wrestling at that weight last year. I don't know if it's something like that, but he's lost to Ethan Smith and Bullard, and I don't expect that from a guy like McFadden because he is truly a phenomenal wrestler. Ben,
1: yeah, sorry, I'm look. I, I was I was looking at one more thing there. Um, so oh, actually, I have two more things there. One, uh, Hunter Boland I think, cemented himself as the number two guy in the country at uh, 184 pounds by beating Trent
0: Hidley. Great win. You had no comments on McFadden after that. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. no, it's all good. I, I was, I was looking at something to wrestle stat. No, I, I was
1: confused. We were talking about this before. I, w- I was confused with why McFadden dropped back down to 165. He wrestled well at 174 last year. I'm wondering if it's a little weight cut. I, I, I don't know if you mentioned the, the car match. Um, not the, uh, not the, it was Monday. Quincy Monday him. Yeah, not car. Quincy Monday tagged him. He, he's not having quite his, uh, you know, quite, the, quite the season that we would well, expect that of a three-time like- All-American.
0: Outside of his freshman season, his true freshman season, he hasn't had more than four losses in an entire season. He's got four already this year, and they're they're not great losses. Ethan Smith getting tech by Quincy Monday, and then losing to Thomas Bullard. I mean, that's not what I expect out of a guy like McFadden. Other than that, he's lost to Marinelli. I, I wonder if it's I wonder if it's the drop to sixty five. I, I I don't know, but it's 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 confusing to me and. It doesn't bode well for him. He's a guy that I, he he he's a guy that I thought could have been a sleeper at one sixty five. Definitely talent wise, I will say, if he does, he's going to get one of those crappy seeds, and he's going to be a matchup nightmare for a a top guy. Yeah, he is. Seeding him is going to be really tough. He's going to be, he could be the guy that like uh, Marinelli had as the one seed last year when he had Mackay and then then Joe Smith, Joe Smith, and stuff like that. Yeah, he could be. He could be the Mackay. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm not
1: counting him out yet. But I, I, I'm not terribly impressed with what he's done. The, the last thing I'd like to mention
0: about this match you is... Said, you said 184, right? Well, I did say 184. Let's don't leave that for a second. Hunter Bolin. Yeah, go ahead. I did not expect him to be Trent Hedley. Um Hunter Bowen might be one of the most underappreciated or unnoticed wrestlers in college this year because he has quietly put up a 22-1 season and...
1: He, he redshirted last year, which is, I think, what people, people kind of forgot about him. Yeah, he did. What was he as a, as a freshman? He was a qualifier. He was a
0: qualifier, uh, 21 and 12. But he did redshirt last year, but he's quietly had a phenomenal season and could control his own destiny because he's going to have to face Hidley again and be that two seed. And he's got some great wins this year. He's got some really good wins. That tra- Hidley's not the only one. He's beaten Taylor Lujan. And his only loss was to Taylor Lujan, but he also beat him as well. Um, he's beaten Louis Dupre. Um, Which is another great win Dylan Wisman, Tough dude Beat him as well So it, He could be that guy If that he runs the gauntlet I think
1: he might be The number two seed uh, He absolutely will Yeah there, There's not another guy That could be Yeah I Because I, yeah, everybody's been Beating up on each other 184 184 yeah. is a nightmare and, and finally Mitch Moore Reversed an early season loss to uh, uh, Tariq Wilson And he beats Tariq Wilson 7-3 to three In the final match Sealing the deal For uh,
0: Interesting result there
1: For I thought for, that was interesting Yeah So, shout out to Mitch Moore for that one. I I think that Mitch Moore, out of anybody, might be a sleeper at 141 to be an All-American.
0: No joke. He can definitely battle. I mean, you talk about guys that have pedigree. Here's two guys coming from Ohio. Mitch Moore was definitely the bigger recruit when you compare their accolades from high school and and the recruiting and everything. Versus Tariq. Versus Tariq, yeah. Now, I know Moore kind of went out there and he didn't have as great of a senior season as he wanted to in high school, um, most notably at the Ironman, where he kind of got beat up on that that Ironman as senior year. I think he... uh, he didn't place, did he? Or did I can't he, maybe, remember. Maybe he placed yeah. fifth or sixth or something. I don't remember. Um, somebody will tell us. So it's nice to see him progress because a lot of people— Progression's a great word. Yeah, a lot of people, when you think about Mitch Moore, the first thing I think of is the cow catcher. Right. That's just, what he does. Yeah, Just yeah. he's a pinner. He's right? absolutely a pinner. He loves to cow catch people. He does it in, in so many different ways, so many different positions. But, but we know— that, that that doesn't always work in, in college Especially at D1 level And to see him go out there and progress And continue to improve After taking over Essentially his brother's starting spot yeah. You know
1: I mean he wrestled last year when his brother registered right And he went 1-2 at the NCAA tournament Yep. But, but this year you know He's taken, he's taken some serious losses Um you know, he had a stretch where he lost the Ian Parker, Tariq Wilson, and Dominic Davis all in a row. Not bad losses, though. But he also lost to Shakur, Shakur and Josh Heil. I'm just saying, the Shakur Laney won kind of his head scratcher. Yeah, I'm saying, you know, he, he he's he's definitely lost to Zach Sherman from North Carolina. All good guys, but but guys that you need to be to to be an All American. He could be the type of guy that turns it on late. He's beaten. He just recently beat Sedarian Perry as well. Um, he he might be a. He, I'm telling you guys, he could be a dark horse All American this year at 141
0: pounds. I agree completely, and the reason I, I really think that, aside from watching his improvement as a wrestler, is you talked about those guys that he lost to that he needs to be able to beat. Let's talk about let's think about how he lost those guys. It, Shakur Laney is the head scratcher. Josh Heil five to three in tiebreaker three, the third tiebreaker. Okay, he lost three to nothing to Ian Parker five to three in sudden victory to Tariq Wilson, who he just reversed that six to four to Dom Demas. Five to two to Zach Sherman. He's not getting dominated, not getting blown out, okay? Like he did against a guy like Luke Pletcher early early in the season. So he's in every match, and he's a home run hitter. He's showing more offense, though.
1: Yes, exactly. The fact that he's showing more offense, his ability to score more off of, of, off of, um, excuse me, off of, of, off of uh, you know more uh, traditional attacks gives him the chance because he will still be that home run hitter that's going to be dangerous. But if you can also put that together with some other traditional wrestling, I think that he's got a really good shot. I agree, man.
0: I don't have anything else. You got anything else you want to add? Man, that's great. It was a great weekend of wrestling and great to get catch back up with you, my friend. Absolutely. Um, this is basically it, man. There's only a couple of weeks left in the season, the regular season, before we head into the postseason. Uh, the can you believe it? flown by, dude. It's flown by. As
1: Earl wrote as Earl wrote on his uh, uh, website, uh, wrestling season goes a lot faster
0: when you're not cutting weight. <laughs> And as the Dixie Sish said, goodbye, Earl. Hey, that's all we got today. See Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast, episode number one hundred and twelve is in the books, and as always, don't wind up on your back, bros.